Hello, my name is Tia, and this is my journey on how I learned to bloom. Thanks for joining me. Hello, everybody. I am back, back, back again. Um, I started to do like a slim shady back again thing and then just kind of took it in my own direction. So I don't really know what happened there, but um, <laughs> holy shit. I haven't posted an episode since January 30th. And I know in the past I have had like long stints of uh, not posting. And then I'm always like, oh my God. Blah. Um, but truly this has been the longest stint yet. Um <laughs> I'm just I'm just looking on Spotify because I'm like, you know what? I don't even remember when that last episode was. Like a month ago? Nope. Much more than a month ago. In fact, tomorrow it'll be two months. So, yikes. Um, you know, I could kind of segue into the typical, like, oh, things have been crazy. And, you know, um, I just don't have the mental capacity to prioritize this and my mental load is massive and life is fucking insane and you know but I feel like those are just things that I always say and those are things that we all experience and especially if you're a parent and especially if you're a mom and I know that it makes people feel a little defensive when you specify certain genders (laughs) Um, and I don't mean that in like a transphobic way. I mean, specifically, <clears throat> I guess not certain genders. Sorry, I, I use the uh, incorrect wording. I mean, dads get really butt hurt when we talk about moms having a harder time. And I know that's a generalization. And I know that not all households have a mom and a dad. So yes, I'm being super vague um, with those two terms. But for the sake of the conversation, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, yeah, dads really don't like to hear that moms do more. It's so interesting to me. And I, I sort of think of it just because they're obviously defensive with the, with the reality of the situation. <laughs> right? It's just because they're defensive. Um, I don't know if any dads <laughs> listen to this. I've never had uh, a dad say to me, hey, I listen to your podcast. <laughs> It's usually moms um, <clears throat> or people without children. So if you're listening to this and you're a dad, I am sorry if I offended you. I can't be sorry for what I said, though, because it's true. Um, so with that being said, my mental load has been uh, quite insane lately. So... Um, there is something going on in our life that is positive. Let me just say it is positive. I love how I just had a glitch there and my Spotify randomly started playing. (laughs) You heard my, uh, bad bitch Rihanna tunes, uh, playing in the background just there. Um, but yeah, we're having a positive change in our lives that I cannot talk about publicly. And I know that that's probably like, well, why the fuck did you mention it? But I have to tell you that because it is related to my large mental load. Now, with that being said, it is a positive change. Um, If you know me personally, you probably already know what it is anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But with that being said, there's been a large mental load on me. And um, yeah, I'm feeling pretty, pretty tapped out. But pretty soon things are going to change. And so I'm really looking forward to that um, in terms of podcasting schedule. Um, Yeah, again, keep your expectations low. I'm actually going to be 
back as a full-time stay-at-home mom um, starting next Monday. And so I'm really hoping that I can prioritize podcasting during nap time. I actually think, believe it or not, that I will genuinely have more time. I think that I felt like I would have more time as a working parent and that just was not the case. Um, Yeah, it made me absolutely insane which I'll go more into that. But yeah, I would like to prioritize doing, I'm going to set the the bar to one a month. <laughs> I love how every episode I'm like, okay, so this is the new expectation. This is my new plan. I just, I love that I'm a chaotic person and it is what it is. So yeah, so I, <laughs> I need to backtrack a little bit and give you guys a bit of an update. So not the last episode that I released with Riley, but probably the one before that. I had updated you guys that I was going to be going back to work. And I was really excited about it. And, you know, I said that um, I felt like I was going to be able to have not more time for myself per se, but be able to just kind of be my own person. And that I was looking forward to, yeah, stepping into my own again and reminding myself who I am and not being just a mom. Now, <laughs> a mom is the hardest, most best job in the world. So when I say just a mom, I don't mean to diminish the role of a mother because it is unlike any other role. I just mean that the mental block for me of being my own person, I was really looking forward to that block being gone. Now, with that being said, was I ever wrong? So let me explain. Yes, I got to be my own person. Okay, I started I started this job. I got to be my own person. Um, holy fucking shit. It is so hard to get three children out of the house on time. Let me just say that. Um, yeah, I was getting up at like 5.30 in the morning. I don't even start work till 8.30, but an hour of it was commuting and just getting the kids to the places they needed to go to. Um, but yeah, holy fucking Hannah, that was really challenging. And I was super run down. And I actually ended up getting like the worst strep throat I've ever had in my entire life three days into working there. I thought it was mono. Um, So I was down and out for a week. And then it was like just lingering for maybe another week, I want to say. And it actually ended up coming back. And I got it again like a couple weeks ago. Um, But this last time it wasn't, it wasn't too severe. But yeah, so I ended up missing a large chunk of work as soon as I started. And then I started to have issues with Um, my colitis and Crohn's and I've talked about this in the past but I have Crohn's I've had that for 10 years over 10 years I guess 11 years Um, but it's never been super severe it did not get severe until I got hit with ulcerative colitis and I ended up hospitalized in 2020 And so ever since then, I've been on infusion therapy for my inflammatory bowel diseases. And yeah, it's, it's an everyday battle for me. Um, And whenever I get stressed out, it gets worse. So just from starting a new job and being run down and yeah, getting a terrible strep infection that yeah, moved to my ears, it was like pretty severe. Um, I started to have some digestive issues. So then I ended up having to miss another day for checkups for that and when I go see my GI it's a very thorough checkup and there's a lot of like questions and tests and whatever so it's kind of lengthy and then I also ended up having an infusion that day now fast forward um, I ended up having to notify my employer of more days off that I was going to need Um, some of them were for future infusions and some of them were for 
work from home days, not days off, but work from home days related to not having childcare and my oldest having a couple of pro D days. Okay. Well, they let me go. So this isn't something that I think people talk about enough. Like it's kind of, it feels kind of shameful to get fired from a job. Right. And so, yeah, I will say that I felt embarrassed initially. Um, however, it's been, I don't know, maybe two weeks now. I'm a bit, I'm a bit lost on my days. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's all been a blur, but yeah, I think it's been about two weeks now, maybe three. And yeah, I don't feel embarrassed anymore and I'll kind of get into that. I mean, I need to be very vague about the employer itself for legal purposes. Um, but yeah, initially I was super embarrassed and nobody wants to admit that they got fired from a job, right? It makes you feel like, well, what the fuck's wrong with me? Um, now because I was within my probationary period, obviously they would not give me a reason. Um, and they didn't legally have to give me a reason. I know it was because of the time off that I had to take. I know that it's the only thing that would have made sense. And I would just like to say how absolutely ridiculous it is that we expect mothers to work as if they don't have children, but then parent as if they're not working. Like that's, that's a phrase that I've heard and it's so true. Um, so yeah, so obviously it is what it is. I couldn't help that I got sick. I can't help that I have an autoimmune disease. I can't help that I have children that need me to be present with them. That comes first. So I won't apologize for it. Um, I would say my only frustration was that I was very clear about the expectation of me needing days off for sick kids, pro D days, holidays, etc. And that was communicated to me that it would be no problem. So obviously that was not a clear expectation on either ends. And so I genuinely believe it was for the best. And now with this big life change we have coming up and also just every day to day life things, you know, I have three young children. And although I, we are very lucky that I don't have to work, we you know, can survive off of one income. Um, it would have been optimal to have two incomes. And I just don't know how a person is supposed to do that. I don't know how a mom is supposed to work full time and care for three children. And, you know, I have been single in the past. I've been a single mom. I was a single mom to two children before I met my husband. And somehow the period in which I started working and being so run down and trying to take care of three kids this last month was even more challenging. I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a three kid thing. I don't know if it's my health and the fact that I'm just more sensitive. Um, I'm not sure what it is, but it was really, really, really fucking hard. And ultimately I am glad that it worked out the way that it did because I don't know that I would have been able to sustain it. So yeah, um, I lost my job. <laughs> Um, yeah, shit, eh? I mean, that happens. It's not the first time that I've been fired from a job, actually. I, when I was pregnant with my oldest, um, I had started a job while I was pregnant with them. And I'm just trying to remember the logistics because, so I had worked in Alberta in the oil field. And then obviously that wasn't a job that I could go back to being pregnant, which I hadn't planned to anyways. Um, but I had hyperemesis gravidarium. And if you don't know what that is, it's just basically like in simplest terms, it's excessive 
nausea and vomiting during pregnancy and not like typical morning sickness. It's 24-7 constant. You typically end up being hospitalized for dehydration. So I had that with my oldest and it was, yeah, I physically would not have been able to start a job in the beginning of my pregnancy. So I had to try and find work. Um, Yeah, I think it was like pretty well into my second trimester. So I, being naive and young, made the mistake of telling my new employer about a week into being employed that I was pregnant. And the reason why I did was because one day I was one minute late. I was one minute late. I'll never forget it. I was supposed to start at nine and I walked in at 9.01. And the reason being was because I had been puking my guts out that morning and I could not get off of the toilet. So I was honest with them and I said, you know what? I'm so sorry. I was puking my guts out. I'm actually pregnant. And yeah, I believed that if I was just honest and vulnerable that they would have some understanding, but instead they uh, let me go. So yeah, I've actually been let go of a job twice now. So it happens. It happens. I, I've never even heard of anyone else talking about being fired from a job other than uh, my aunt actually gave me a story recently, which was really encouraging and made me feel better when I was feeling shitty about losing this last job. But otherwise, nobody fucking talks about this shit. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to talk about it. I don't give it like it is what it is. This is real life, you know? So yeah um overall it was a blessing now i'm able to focus on new upcoming things and i'm going to be back at home with my boys and yeah i'm not really sure this big change is going to take up a lot of time so there isn't really like a new a a different new thing that i need to start looking into it's just going to be um yeah a bit of a plateau until the summertime and then um yeah we're gonna have some changes so it's exciting. Um, I've actually been thinking a lot about how I can reframe the way that I look at stay-at-home parenting um, because I really struggled before. I was really... I, I My postpartum depression was not good, which I have it under control now. And, you know, I feel very alone and isolated uh, where we live. We don't really know many people here. So, yeah, it's been tough. But... Um, I feel mentally more secure now and I like that I have a new perspective going into it. So I'm actually really excited. There's been a few days lately where I've just stayed home with the kids and not brought them to daycare instead of just enjoying some alone time because daycare is already paid for. And yeah, we had good days. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, But yeah, other than that, that's about all that's new. It's been... Yeah, a bit of a crazy two months, but it's like, I can say that, and it's always going to be a crazy two months, three months, a year. I think when you have young kids, it's just crazy, right? Like, there's no getting around it, so yeah, Um, and then there are a couple more episodes that I'm still planning on dropping. So back when I started this podcast, I had a very, like, cohesive note on my iPhone with topics and I have uh, talked about that before but I actually switched phones and now I went to an Android and like whatever it's fine but I am an iPhone person and I am having a hard time um, sort of navigating everything I need technology to be simple okay I need technology to be simple even with this recording system that I use for my podcast like I don't even know 90% of this shit like what the functions are I just use the same three buttons so 
Um, yeah, so I got I have to find that list. I emailed it to myself before I sold my old phone, so it's it's somewhere, but I need a refresher. Um, but yeah, I still have I've done uh, you know obviously my last episode with Riley in regards to maternal mental health, and then I still have an upcoming episode with another friend. Uh, in regards to narcissistic abuse and we're actually brainstorming an episode on birth control so stay tuned for that um and then yeah uh, codes and i gotta get back on here my husband and i gotta get back on here and and have another one i'm i'm thinking about posting one in regards to the mental load between husbands and wives because it's been very relevant in our life and then i also think it would be fun to like open a bottle of wine and just have a silly one so yeah, I'm really, I'm really going to focus on prioritizing this for myself again, because I deserve it. I deserve to have a thing that's for me. And it's very easy as a mother to deprioritize things that are just for you. So that's going to be my goal for the next few months. Um, yeah, and then in regards to the mental load of life, I do want to have a episode specifically on that I think I've given you guys a lot of information so I won't segue into like a whole topic of conversation in regards to that but yeah mental load so if you're not familiar with what mental load is um oh man I should have like written down the definition that I got when I listened to this podcast but basically it's like the running tally of things in your head that you have to constantly think about in order for your household to like thrive right so for example um oftentimes it's the mom who is got the mental load of like okay what do we need in our house for groceries the meal planning thinking about what laundry needs to be done like it's not the physical task in itself it's the planning of it right it's the thought process that goes into it so i know my oldest has a birthday party coming up okay well i need to be aware of that and make sure that i put it in the calendar and we have nothing else going on and update my husband on that so that he knows what's happening this weekend not that he'll fucking remember because let's be honest we have to tell our husbands things five times including three times that exact day so um, and then, you know, okay, well, I got to get this kid a birthday gift. Oh, do I have the mom's phone number so I can RSVP? Ask them what their kid wants. Like all this shit that I just think dads typically don't have to do. And if you're a dad and you do this, good on you. That's amazing. Um, it should be the standard. So I kind of hate that I have to congratulate you on that, but such is life. So yeah, that's a thing that I really want to not only work on in my marriage because, yeah, I'll be honest, it's um, a really uneven mental load. And I think it is in a lot of marriages. So it's not only something I want to work on in my marriage, but it's also something that I think would be uh, fun to talk about. And I know that a lot of my friends who are moms listen to this. And I think that, I don't know, it's just like nice to have that affirmed and validated that you feel this imbalance and you don't know what it is. Because I think you know, in the last however many years, it's been a lot about like, oh, well, you're a dad and you should change bums and do bedtime, et cetera, et cetera. And now we're kind of at the point where we're like, okay, dads are doing, you know, maybe not half of, but a lot of the physical load. But why are moms still so fucking stressed out? And again, I'm sorry that I'm using only mom and dad here. I understand like, you know, same sex couples, single parents, co-parents, totally applies to everybody i'm saying mom and dad because that's uh, my how my household is at the moment 
I love how I specified at the moment. I just want to make it clear that I'm only specifying that because at some point I was a single parent. <laughs> I had you all worried that I was going to get a divorce or something. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway. It's something that I like that it's being talked about these days. I'm looking forward to it actually being put in place, though. So, uh, yeah, I listened to a podcast recently that my friend recommended. Her and I actually had talked about the mental load of mothers uh, recently. Um, Let me just see here. Did I listen to it on Spotify? I think so. Uh, Bear with me. I'm just going to... find the episode because I'm going to tell you guys and you should listen to it. Uh, It's called, and I, yeah, this isn't a channel that I listen to regularly. I've only ever listened to this one episode that my friend sent me, but the, the podcast is actually called Mama Chatters. And I believe the host lives, she must live in New Zealand. Uh, It's episode 25. It's called The Unseen Mental Labor of Motherhood, Inviting Your Partner to Share the Load with Dr. Elise McNeil, PhD. So I followed Elise McNeil, Dr. McNeil, on Instagram, and she actually has a website where she offers a course on teaching your partners about the mental load and how you can share it. And um, yeah, it's strivetothrive.com, and there are courses on there. Um, It's about 200 bucks Canadian. Uh, $199, I think, before taxes. And then she also offers a free printable. And so I've downloaded that because um, we're actually going to do this printable. And I haven't checked it out thoroughly, but from what I saw, basically it's a list of, you know, typical chores or tasks or, you know, mental loads. And then you kind of go through it and you check off like what each person does and you explain it. Um, and the other thing that I liked about this too, was that in the podcast, Dr. McNeil actually said, you know, dads have mental loads too. Like stereotypically, you know, like, let's just say they're the one who mows the lawn. Okay. Well, they're thinking about the weather and okay, well, when's a good day? Well, you know, grass is getting long, right? Like to, it, it might sound simple, but it's still a mental load. Um, so, you know, that was good for me to think about too, because I kind of got in my own head about like well, holy shit, I'm the only one who has to think about A, B, and C constantly. And, you know, that's just not true. They have a mental load too. Um, I think typically it's still vastly uneven, but it was a good reminder that (laughs) I'm not the only one who's thinking about things. So yeah, I really liked that episode. I thought it was good. Um, and yeah, we'll do the, the sheet actually. And maybe what we can do is the next Before the next uh, podcast that I record, maybe I'll actually plan it so that it's uh, with my husband in regards to the mental load. Maybe we'll do the sheet and then we'll plan to record an episode after we do the sheet and we can kind of talk about that. I think it would be a good conversation to have. So, and if, yeah, if you don't know what the mental load is and you're still kind of (laughs) confused, you can literally Google it. There's a lot on it right now. So I am very grateful for that. Okay, I'm going to leave it at that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for still being here. I really appreciate, I, I know I have a handful of people who 
listen to me and bear with me. <laughs> listen, listen to me uh, loyally, like every episode. And they check in with me and let me know. And they're like, oh, when are you going to do your next one? And, you know, if it's been a while. So I just want to say thank you so much. Um, again, this is really just a passion thing, right? And it's just filling my cup. And so... You know, I'll, I'll do it at the pace that I need to do it. But um, it is a long-term plan. So just bear with me. <laughs> I will get through it. Um, I think in the next few months, once we have a bit of a change coming up, there will probably be quite a break. I might take the summer off. So then in the fall, I'll start a new season. But from now until then, I will pump out as many as I can. Thank you so much again. And thank you for being with me while I learn to bloom. Thank you.